welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast with Coletta Jones-Patterson, where we feature guests who have overcome the odds and have gotten unstuck. In their words, they share with us practical insight and tips on how to go beyond stuck and enjoy life. On today's episode, our guest is Jessica Watson. Jessica was born in Detroit, Michigan, and now resides in Phoenix, Arizona. From a young age, as many singers in Motown do, Jessica started her vocal journey in church. She was influenced by the Winans, including CeCe Winans, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder, and hip-hop soul greats like Lauryn Hill and Erica Baidu. She later moved to New York, where Jessica had her first chance to debut her vocal talent on Broadway at the famous Iguana with a tribute to Motown. Working with some of the music industry's best from Detroit, Chicago, and New York, Jessica is currently working on launching her solo music project and performing with a local band in the Valley of Phoenix as a lead vocalist for Soul Central, as well as still continuing to sing and worship at her home congregation. Jessica is also well-versed in fashion and has had the opportunity to design with household name brands such as Ralph Lauren, Jay-Z's Rockaware, and Young Jeezy's clothing line 8732, as well as Echo Unlimited and other urban and lifestyle brands in New York. Aside from designing, Jessica has also worked as a stylist, costume designer, and creative director for film, theater, television, and runway. Jessica is also an overcomer. She is the survivor of a brain tumor and is still in pursuit of following her dreams in spite of the odds against her as a single mother. After being diagnosed with a brain tumor, Jessica had to leave her work in New York, working as a fashion designer and pursuing music due to health complications and the stress of raising two children alone. She moved to Arizona to be closer to family and to have more stability that she needed to raise her children. Jessica recently has been seeing her dreams of music and fashion come back to life while simultaneously seeing her children flourish in sports, music, academics, and the arts. We are so glad to have Jessica Watson on today's podcast. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining us today and share your story. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say, and I know it's going to be um, insightful for our listeners. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so for first, having me. Yeah. <laughs> so um, first of all, let's talk a little bit about this notion of stuck, since this is the Beyond Stuck podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what comes to mind when you hear the word stuck? What would be your definition? Um, Stuck? for me would just be, um, I have a, a, a image in my head of um, driving and your tires are stuck in the mud, right? You're trying to go somewhere, but there's, mm-hmm. a bar- there's a barrier. There's something stopping you. There's something that's getting in the way. Um, so you have the potential, you have the means, the ability, the equipment. You are equipped, but... Um, there's there's something stopping you. <laughs> yeah, so. I like to use that that analogy too. Um, mm-hmm. Just being stuck somewhere, and like you said, that we do have the potential, we have the means, we really have everything we need to move mm-hmm. forward. But mm-hmm. there's just something there that's preventing that from happening. 
Absolutely. At, at that particular moment. So thinking about that definition, in what ways would you say that you found yourself stuck? Um, I would say for me, I was stuck for the longest, probably because of my mindset um, or certain beliefs that I had adopted about myself or external mm-hmm. things over time, um, beliefs that what I had maybe was not that what I had to offer maybe wasn't valuable or or wasn't as good as the next man. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would say that would be um, that that would be some areas where I was stuck at just my mindset when it came to certain things. <laughs> yeah, and that's huge. Yeah, the mindset because the mind is so important into our actions because whatever you believe or you think is going to eventually be manifested in your decisions and your choices, your actions. So ultimately in your life. Absolutely. Um, and so thinking that you're not as good as the next person or what you have to offer is not as valuable, that can be detrimental to able to do anything because we find ourselves <laughs> second guessing ourselves. So let's dig a little bit deeper into that. How did that affect you when you were, you know, maybe constantly trying to um, maybe measure up or feel like, you know, you were just as good or just as valuable? How did that play out in your life? Um, it played out in my life for a very long time. Um, I think it's it's crazy how other people can see things in you mm-hmm. as well as you you know it yourself, but other people can see it in you as well, all of the talents, the gifts and things. And so for the longest, I had these things, but I wouldn't really share. Um, mm. It's almost like I wouldn't put them on display to be judged or criticized, um, whether it be my music my singing, my designs, whatever it may be. It was just like, I'm just going to keep this for me and, you know, mm-hmm. we're safe. <laughs> so yeah. that played out for, for a, a, a big part of my life. And it's still a process that I'm working through now, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm reminded of, I think there was a poem that someone wrote. I can't remember the name, but that a lot of times we allow ourselves to play small. And so we put limits on ourselves. And like Mm -hmm. you said, others can see the potential. They can see Mm -hmm. all the things that we have going for us. They can see these gifts, these talents. And then we know it ourselves because God didn't create junk. So we know we have something (laughs) to offer. But Mm -hmm. like you said, that mindset, you know, and I want to I want to ask you this question um, as we dig even a little bit deeper. Um, was there one particular maybe situation or example or circumstance that, that stands out that at that moment it kind of set this negative mindset in place for you that you still kind of find yourself battling against? Um, I, I've had several of those, but probably the most traumatic, dramatic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Waking up from a surgery that was that was pretty um, extreme, um, and I I woke up singing. Singing is the gift that I always um, just had trouble sharing with people, mm-hmm. um, and it, that was the area that I was stuck in for the longest. And I woke up from the surgery singing, and it was just like that was the first thing that I did <laughs> probably mm-hmm. before I opened up my eyes. And it was like, okay, this is really in my heart. You have to do something about this. God let you live through this for a reason. And it's it's time to use your gift. So I'll, I'll yeah. never. 
Wow, that's awesome. So waking up from surgery and the first thing you do is start singing. <laughs> yes. Yes. To yeah. the point where the nurses joined in. It was it was very it was very memorable, yes. <laughs> right. Yes. So so from that moment, did you that was kind of maybe your aha or your breakthrough. Then did you begin to explore singing more or were there still obstacles um that you had to jump over? Um, absolutely. Still obstacles because, you know, when you have something as traumatic as that, it it could, you can stay in that moment for a while, but you know, then life goes on and it's not as fresh. It's not as fresh. Other things happen. Other things are in your view. So yes, it was just a constant reminder for myself, um, that, you know, you were left here for a reason. Use your voice, use your voice and do whatever that you need to do. And my mother helped me. She pushed me into getting back into singing in the forefront at church, mm-hmm. um, at asking me to sing, just asking me and to the point where it just became a regular, um, just on the regular mm-hmm. I thing. So sometimes you do have people that push you forward. So that yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great that you had your mom, someone standing in yeah. your in your corner who could mm-hmm. push you forward and give you those gentle nudges like you mm-hmm. need to do this. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you had a positive yeah. support network. So what is it? I know I think you recently just um, released a single. Mm-hmm. So walk us through a little bit of that journey, because like you kind of already alluded to, you mm-hmm. had obstacles in the way, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I think some things that you shared um, in your book. Mm hmm just life came up and you weren't able to pursue music at that time. And so kind of what is, what did that journey look like for you to actually get to where you now having um, a single that you've released? Um, like I said, at the time I was in New York, I was pursuing, I was working in fashion and simultaneously pursuing a career in music as well. And because of the health issues, I had to leave all of that behind. Mm -hmm. And, um, years have passed. That was like 2014, but I always still kept it in my heart. Like, okay, you have to keep on. You can, you have to, it doesn't matter how long it takes. You have to still keep up with mm-hmm. this. And so even though I was not in the, the Mecca of art, which would be like New York and, you know, all of that, it was still with me. And it was like, okay, I don't have to have that city to mm-hmm. still pursue what God put in me. And I was able to link up with some people here and still record as well as still have the support um, with my children and being a single mom, you know, it was kind of rough living in New York and trying to do all of these things. So, and I, I didn't want to shortchange my children. So being Moving to Phoenix after the surgery and everything definitely turned to be a blessing in disguise. It might have taken me a little bit longer, but I can say right now that um, I have a good body of good work of music and things, and things are starting to pan out. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's so good that a lot of times we feel like things have to happen or they won't take off unless we're in a certain place or we mm-hmm. we've rubbed shoulders with the right person or, you know, everything is perfectly aligned. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said for that. I mean, sometimes 
allowed to happen that way. But a lot of times, you know, life interrupts that. We have children. We have other things um, that mm-hmm. take priority. Mm-hmm. And so God can do it from anywhere, you know, anyway. as long as we are obedient <laughs> to where he's leading us and we do what he tells us, then he's going to make it happen. Absolutely. So I love that you said that. And then that you made your children a priority. Being a single mm-hmm. mom, you didn't want to um, give up what you knew you were supposed to do for them, even though mm-hmm. it meant that you had to put some of your dreams on the back burner. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times we find ourselves, especially as women, you know, we sacrifice and we help our children, our husbands, you know, we do a lot of things for other people. Um, but there's still always that purpose inside us that we're like, one day <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> and so, um, what, so, um, I guess we've kind of talked a little point of, you know, just being able to get unstuck and move forward, but was there kind of a defining moment for you where you were like, okay, I'm going to do this thing now? <sighs> That's a great question. Um, well, I did, I did. Okay. Yes. There was another moment when I just, I did a cover song of Michael Jackson, Butterflies, written by Flo and Tree. And I was like, okay, this is my one of my favorite artists. I'm going to redo this. Mm-hmm. And I got a video for it. And I was so afraid <laughs> to hit post. I had to talk to like three different people and that, you know, to, to tell me, Jessica, just post the video, post it, post it, just put it out there. And when I say, the feedback that I got from that, just taking a risk, just to post a cover song that I recorded a video for, and I got so much great feedback and views, just that right there showed me like, wow, okay, you know, you maybe you have something here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you awesome. have something here, even in church and, you know, being a worship leader and um, I never saw myself. I always would, you know, be on the praise team and choir and things like that. Um, but just being pushed into the worship leader role and leading um, on a regular basis and seeing God move even in that was mm-hmm. that that was my that was probably more monumental. Yeah. <laughs> so. As and I so ne- many people I never saw myself in that role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And as a worship leader, people are looking to you to lead the worship. So you mm-hmm. have to be a leader week yes. in and week out. And so Wait, there's, you yes. know, there's a lot of responsibility that weighs on you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. So we kind of have the breaking point. So walk me through, you know, you've had these couple of confirming experiences that yes I need to pursue singing there is a gift in this God's called me to do this he's he's made a way so what did that look like was it an easy process you know where there's still days that just kind of push forward you know you're a single mom you had sounds like some health issues so what you know what did that journey look like it always seems to be a push every Mm -hmm. single time that I make my mind up to do something it's like there's always an adversity I think the more that I had that, I don't know, I think the, the more that the devil sees that I'm serious about it, the, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the distractions, it's oh, like, yeah. they, he'll use different ones. He'll pull, he'll pull different tricks, but the, the old ones may not work the same, but mm-hmm. he'll throw something else out there to try to distract me. But um, it's so it's always a process when you constantly have an adversary trying to come to stop you, you mm-hmm. know. So it's a constant walk, 
a constant walk and keeping yourself built up um, in faith, keeping yourself built up and, and having the right beliefs about yourself and other people around you as well. And, and, and letting your purpose be revealed to you every single day. Yes, every single mm-hmm. day, a journey. Mm-hmm. Yep, keeping mm-hmm. yourself built up. So when you have those negative thoughts that try to surface, because they try to surface probably every day, mm-hmm. what what do you do to react to them and how do you um, push them down so that you're able to keep moving forward? Always have to reflect on truth. And the truth mm-hmm. is you've done it before, Jessica. Mm-hmm. You 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 know what God gave you. You have, you constantly have to reflect and remind yourself of what what has already occurred. What God mm-hmm. has you, what you can see for yourself, and um, just just knowing just knowing your purpose um, yeah. and knowing that that fear does not come from God in the first place. So. Um, you That's know, I try, not, I try not to overthink when I start to have the negative thoughts and doubt myself. I really try to like exit left of stage immediately <laughs> right. instead of dwell on those things. And um, yeah, I, you just, but that takes practice though. So. It does. Mm-hmm. Well, you've given us a mouthful of advice right there. <laughs> just knowing our purpose, eliminating mm-hmm. fear, not mm-hmm. dwelling on the negative. Because every day there's going to be something, some negative nagging thought that comes up like, you thought you could do that, you can't. Or what if this doesn't happen? Or yeah, so-and-so didn't get back to you, you know, or whatever. But mm-hmm. the long, the shorter we can make that time frame of dwelling on that and switch mm-hmm. it over to something positive and reflecting on truth, which you mm-hmm. said, the quicker we're going to be able to get unstuck and move forward. Yeah. So that is um, that is so good. Um, and then rehearsing those past victories, you said thinking about knowing that God brought you through before and remembering those things and saying, if I've done this before, I can do it again. Yes, absolutely. And also just I don't my thing, I always look at life and I don't want to be my older self and look back at my younger self and say, oh, I should have did this. I just yeah. I hate regret. And no regrets. I, when I get older, that I really gave it my all. And if it doesn't work after I gave my all, then I can at least be content and be at peace with it that maybe that wasn't my path. You know, but I don't want to have look back and have regret and say, well, man, I should have did this. I should have went a little harder. I should have. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Living with no regrets. That's yep. so good. Yep. Give it your all every time, you know, do it with excellence, do it wholeheartedly. So how would you say your life is different now that you've gone beyond stuck? You've pressed past the negative mentality. You're on the other side of it. What's mm-hmm. different? I would definitely say that what's different is um, being more productive. Hmm. It's spending less time thinking about things and more time doing things, putting a plan to action and executing. I think that's the difference. And um, because every time that you step out and try something, step out on faith and you put something out there, you put yourself out there the next time, it becomes a little bit more easier. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's the difference. That's really good. Um mm-hmm.
we get lost in our thoughts. You know, we're mulling over these thoughts over and over. And instead of just taking the the risk or, you know, taking that first step, we're just thinking about, but what if yep. I don't know? And I'm not sure. <laughs> and then we look up a week later, six months later, yep. a year later, you know, we haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. We just keep over overthinking. We're in our own head. So that's awesome that you're more productive now because you're actually doing things mm-hmm. instead of just thinking about things. Right. <laughs> So what final advice would you have for our listeners? We've already shared quite a few tidbits and um, tips on how they can get unstuck, but is there anything else that we left out that you definitely want to share? I would just say be more focused on the result of the thing than how you feel about it or the fear. It's like you have mm. to, you have to set your mind or, um, change your perspective or have the right perspective and you may Mm -hmm. feel fear you may feel things but I would just say um just know think about where you would like to be in the future like I said your older self looking at your younger self what would you have wanted to have happen what would you have told your younger self rather even if Mm -hmm. that was your younger self a week ago (laughs) a year ago whatever right what would you what would you have wanted to have done. So I would yeah. make a plan and stick to it and have a plan because you don't have one that's hard to execute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Have a plan. Yeah, focus on the mm-hmm. end result, mm-hmm. you know, and not the fear, not where you are at this. What has God shown? What has mm-hmm. God shown you about the future, about your purpose, about mm-hmm. what He has for you? And then just not giving up, making a plan and continuing to plow through it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes. The more it almost feels like, the more resistance that you have, at least that's been my experience. The, everything that I've had to fight through from health issues to whatever it may be, it's almost like it, it makes me wonder like, oh, what is the devil really trying to stop here? And it almost makes me go harder. So just take those things, the areas where you are stuck and just ask God to give you the strength to, to push through those things. And I know that there is something on the other side. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on the other side, if we can just hang in there and we can mm-hmm. push through it. Yeah. So Jessica, as we wrap up, um, how mm-hmm. can listeners can connect with you? I know you have a single, you've got mm-hmm. things in fashion that you've mm-hmm. done. So if they want to reach out and get your products or learn more mm-hmm. about you, how can they do that? Um, I'm very active on social media. I am on Instagram and I'm Jessica. I do spell my name with a G. So uh, my Instagram is G-E-S-S-I-G-E-S-S underscore. So Jesse Jess underscore. I'm Jessica Watson on Facebook. Um, Jesse Jess on Twitter as well. Um, so I spell my name with the G, Jessica Watson. If you just search me up, it's only make one other Jessica with the G when I search on Google. So I'm sure everything will pop up. But yes, on Spotify, iTunes, um, YouTube, as far as my new single, Step Into This Groove. Yep. Okay. Step Into? Step Into This Groove. Step in S-T-E-I-N to this groove. Step Into This Groove. Yep. (laughs) Got it. So Step Into This Groove. You can find her single. Check it out on Spotify or iTunes. Mm -hmm. Check her out on social media. Jessie Mm -hmm. Jess uh, on Instagram or Jessica Watson on um, 
Facebook. Mm-hmm. She would love to hear from you and connect and support her and all the resources that she has. And thank you so much, Jessica, for taking the time and honestly sharing your story and helping us get unstuck and just being reminded that on the other side of this obstacle, this pain, this loss, this trauma, there's something greater. And we just have to step out there and go for it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Color.